Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Jack Ryan, Season 1, Episode 6, it's called Sources and Methods. So, full spoilers for the episode as always. I want to start this one with what is unintentionally the funniest scene of this entire show and almost justified the entire Victor subplot with how much I laughed at this one scene. Because I, I got really upset oh. at first because, you know, J- Jack and Greer arrive in Turkey and they're driving past the airport and the camera does this this neat little shift. Victor's just walked out of the airport. I'm like, oh no! Vice Victor in Turkey. He's going to Syria. He wants to go and adopt the kid of the father he killed or something. I don't know. And he's, he's going off to Turkey. He gets to the town eventually. He, he pays a ridiculous... Because we know he won that money, so we know where he can afford all this. And he's, yeah. he's paid, paid the, the taxi driver to take him all the way to this town in Syria. And... He knocks on the door. It opens. You know, the old man, the the father, the grandfather figure from the the family, the guy he killed, opens the door. Not speaking a word of English, and the first thing, the first thing that Victor says is, "I killed your son." <laughs> I just burst out laughing. <laughs> this wasn't supposed to be funny, and then he starts going up, up high, killed your son. I'm like, yeah. How well, am I supposed to laugh at this? Well, the guy wasn't just like, he wasn't like, oh, I don't speak English. He just wasn't saying anything. Yeah. And he was just staring at him and he was doing this miming thing. And I was like, oh my God, I hope he speaks English. I hope you are just being a condescending prick. This was hilarious. And the weird thing is, it went on too long, of course. Once they went inside the, the, the house and he made them tea or whatever and they're sitting down and this piano music, this sad piano music starts playing as he's crying as he's drinking the tea. And I was like, okay, this is just stupid and shit now. But uh, the question I have is, did they understand to some extent what he'd done? Because at the end of the scene, he says he's sorry when he's looking over at the photo of his son and then he kind of nods at him as if he understands. And, but up until that point, I was under the impression he didn't have a clue why this guy was here and didn't understand anything. And not to mention the fact that he... The guy refuses the money, but then the son, young son comes out and sees the money and is like, oh... I'm going to sell him some eggs. So he comes out with eggs. <laughs> and he's like, yes, I'll buy eggs. And he just starts wads of cash on the table. He's paying about five grand per egg. <laughs> he's just whacking on the table. This scene was terrible, but it was hilarious for the most part. Yeah, so, but, but not in the way they wanted it. Oh, it no, wasn't no, no. meant to be. This it was, was supposed... meant to be this serious, sad, yes. you know, soul-searching scene. But it was freaking hilarious. So I got enjoyment out of this. Not the intentional enjoyment, but I did have fun with this. I, I can't argue with that. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. It's it's the sort of fun that I get from watching Arrow. It was the it was the acting as well. See see as he was quivering and trying to look like he was he was sad as he was saying I killed your son. He says it like three times and he starts quivering as he says it. He just he, he, it's so bad. It's it's gold. I hate this character so much. What is the point in this bloody plot? It has to tie in by the end, right? There has it to has be so, to. Something at the end. It, it better do. Yeah. Speaking of things tying in, well, I'm going to hold my breath on that. But speaking of things tying in, all of a sudden, Kathy's plot uh, is actually kind of related to what's going on because it turns out Suleiman and his brother dug up an Ebola victim. Well, victim's a weird word. You know what I mean? Uh, what's no, the victim word? works. Victim, okay. I don't know, victim makes it sound like someone did it. <laughs> Ebola did it. 
<laughs> Who is this man and where can I find him named Ebola? <laughs> no, you, you're a victim, yeah. Okay, sure, sure. Uh, but here. So they, they dig up a body, but of course the guy they pay to dig it up uh, gets Ebola, and she's like, "This is weird. This this strain of Ebola was, you know, eradicated. We dealt with this. What, what's going on?" Um, and then her, her correspondent in in the other countries like, "Oh no, like I got this story from this guy. He, he, some foreigners paid him to dig this up." And I'm like, okay, right. So they're 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 up to no good with Ebola. <laughs> yeah, and we've seen already that they're you know going for chemical attacks. Yeah. you know, we saw with in the church. So this. If, they, if they've weaponized this, okay, that's a pretty extreme threat to go to at the end of the season. I like it. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty extreme. Um, it's it's a little contrived that her plot suddenly feels connected to everything Jack's doing, but I mean, you know, yeah, I'll allow it. Schlocky TV. I, 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 I like stuff. the consequence of what it is, even sure. if I don't really if I feel like it's a bit forced with the way they've done, you know thrown it. Sure. Uh, but the main plot, of course, was that Jack and Greer are in Turkey trying to track down Hanin, who is running from Yazid. In fact, she, she, like if he if he wasn't pissed before, she hits him in the back of her head with a rock, and he lands in uh, what was it the other guy called it later on the the shit pit, I think, or something to that effect. Because yeah. um, it's just this little shack, it's just holes in this little hut that go down to this pit with all the shit and yeah. piss go, and he lands in it. Not not, not a happy man. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be either. No, no, I wouldn't be either. But the bulk of this was essentially Jack's frustration because they haven't even put up with some locals. Uh, this um, this criminal who, who traffics girls, and he's like a contact who might be able to get them to who's trafficking the refugees, and therefore, you know, Greer wants this, play ball with this guy, best pay him for the information. But Jack's having to sit in the brothel and all the, all the prostitutes have all got, like, you know, needle marks in their arms. He's clearly... He's clearly uncomfortable with all this to an extreme degree. Yeah, he's, to the, he's too much of a moral good guy. Yeah, and it's funny because I think on the one hand, you could be like, this feels really cheesy. Given the context of the show we're in, this feels cheesy. But at the same time, as a big fan of like Superman, <laughs> I can't also... like this Because the thing he gives at the end, because at the very end of the episode, after everything's went down, we'll talk about all that, obviously, but at the end of the episode when he's sitting with Greer, and Greer you know, says what happened to him and why he got demoted... You know, he ended up. He got threatened. He was trying to turn this this big uh, Pakistani uh, official, whoever he was, and he ended up stabbing the guy because the guy threatened to throw him in prison for ten years when he changed his mind. Uh, but the the point he's trying to make to Jack is that to do this job you have to compromise, right? You just you learn that that that's something that has to happen. And Jack idealistically, bless him, says, "I don't believe that. We do not have to compromise. We can still win." And so, of course, the season ends with him compromising, right? Either that, or he won't compromise, and something bad will happen because he didn't compromise. Yeah, I think my least favorite outcome, which is probably the most TV outcome, mm-hmm. is that he doesn't compromise and he saves the day because of it. And it was like, oh, he was right all along to to stick to his morals. Again, if this was Superman, I'd be rooting for that outcome. I agree, but it's 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 all tone dependent in this show where it's supposed to be, you know realistic and to some degree gritty of you know what it is i think i like the okay no he has to bend a I, bit more. I, I think this is where the 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 thin quality of the show in terms of its uh you know is this we've been calling it a sort of thin like action tv it's a show. Popcorn show yeah it's a popcorn show i think this is where that that starts to betray what it's trying to do and what i mean by that is that 
I don't think it ha- like. I don't think it has the weight. I don't think it has something it's trying to say. Is I guess what I'm saying is it Jack's going through this because it's the thing that they can have Jack go through, not because they're actually trying to make some point. So I'm worried that no matter what happens, it's just going to feel like no, it's just here because Jack needs a story rather than we've actually got a point to make. Will that point be no? We shouldn't compromise, and that's the moral, the the story of this season one. Or you have to compromise and accept that there's level levels of yeah. You know, I think. Either is is a potentially good story. I think with the way the show has been going, I think the the second option is more interesting to me for this show. I think I think it would add a lot more for season two. Given that we're continuing past this, it would make more sense to have him fail and then, yeah, you know, learn from that and maybe. And, you know, maybe at the end of like season three is when he finally says, you know what, no, I'm not compromising here and have it work. Yeah, I can see like, okay, he gets Suleiman. You know, <clears throat> let's say he doesn't compromise. He does get Suleiman, but the Ebola bomb goes off. The Ebola bomb. <laughs> you got a better name for it? <laughs> I, I don't know if you actually... I don't know if they're literally going to have a bomb that releases Ebola. But I, mean, I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I kind of hope it does. I, I feel I feel like you, you, you administer that in, in, in a more subtle way, but I mean... Who's to say? Who's to say? I'm not going to. Normally, normally I would agree with that, but I think if you're trying to be a, you know, you're a terrorist, right? You want to spread a message in fear. You you've got to be showy. That's kind of the point, right? Well, I can't we can't forget the showmanship? Yeah, of course. Well, so... I know, but that's that's a, that's a vital part of what they do. You got to, to to scare you. That's the point. No, I get the point. I've I've just said. Have you have you ever heard of such a such a device? Well, I mean, how hard can it be? I mean, think Coming about it. From you, you. Have the, I'm just saying, you can have the the gas bombs. <clears throat> I'm sure Ebola is is airborne. Pretty sure. Yeah. You know, there you go. Problem so, solved. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll bit. Yeah. So I I feel like I appreciate what they're doing here with Jack and the the idea that he doesn't want to compromise. He wants to remain morally good. Um, and it's kind of thing because the guy who says, "Oh, you see yourself as a good guy, me as the bad guy," but this is all kind of dependent on where we grew up. If I if I was born where you were born, maybe I'd be the good guy. You know, it's just, now it's funny because obviously we're looking at this character and like, well, you do kind of run a brothel that you know has sex slaves in it. Like it's it's hard yeah. to it's hard to sympathize with your point when you're the, you know at the extreme end of the bad. It is, but alternatively, they only succeed in getting Hanin because of him. Yeah, he does get in the way because this is the thing. There's, there's a point in the episode where he they get to this like gate and they have to get through, and he goes to talk to these two guys, and I was like, "Are we really going to trust him to go and talk to these two guys?" Especially when we see him cocking his gun before he goes off, and, and then you just immediately hear gunshots. Yeah, and then you're like surprised. They're surprised. What happened? Oh, they tried to you know make me pay. They they sh- they were going to shoot me. I'm like, why? It's like, well, they wanted me to pay. Why don't you just pay them? Well, they wanted too much. They, would, they wouldn't <laughs> accept a reasonable amount. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it gave me a good chuckle. It was well, actually, what made me laugh more, honestly, in that scene is at the end after Jack's went ape shit and he's he's you know he's punched the shit out of him. Uh, at the end, when he, he's like rummaging through the pockets and it looks like he's just trying to mug the dead bodies. It's like he's just yeah. wanting some extra money. And Greer's like, "Come on!" He's like, "Keys for the gate." And he turns around again and says, it's the second time he says it, he's like, it's keys for the gate! As if he's like really making a point. It's like, look, look, I promise. 
Oh dear. But we get this big Not thing. Like I had fun with this guy. He 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 was entertaining, more entertaining than I would have expected coming into the episode. If you describe this character, he was he's sleazy and awful, but he's a fun character. But they get to the shore, which is where Hanin's been heading uh, with the girls, and we have this standoff. But what I think is interesting about this is that is for all Greer's talk, because it's it looks like in this scene because Yazid's there, he calls. Along the flashback, we hadn't seen Suleiman all episode, which was you know rare. You know, this is the kind of stayed focused on all things. But we finally see him when he calls him. He's like, oh, I've tracked down the wife and the kids. Uh, what do you want me to do? He's like, oh, bring my daughters back. And he's like, oh, oh he doesn't want Hanin back. Uh, uh, so then when they have a bit of standoff, Jack and thingy, like, see them. And he's like, all right, guns up, right? And everyone's a bit of a standoff. The guards who are around just sort of facilitating the refugee deportation yeah. thing. They're there, they're there. But, and, you know, it's all going down. And he's like, hey, we'll give you the, the, the wife, but we're taking the daughters. And... Of course, given the whole episode, Jack being uncomfortable with everything this guy's been doing, he's like, no, 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 we're, we're not going to let him take the doors. Like, no way we're doing that. And Greer's just silent. And he's like, oh, he's thinking about it. He's thinking about it. And Jack, Jack does make a good point, though. Even, even take, take away his just good, you know, Boy Scout, you know, morality, he makes a good point. She will not want to help us if we let them take her doors. That's just... Yes, yeah. simple logic. There, there is a there's an almost twisted logic of security that's like, okay, so we let Yazid take the the daughters. They're going to take them back to Suleiman, and he's not going to hurt them, right? They, they you know, so mm. there's there's almost a level of safety that they're, they're okay. So they're not going to be trafficking. You know, they're not uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you if you're trying to justify like this to yourself, if you're making this decision, there is yeah, a line of what thought I think there. Is going through Greer's mind. Uh, but this is the thing, though. He, he, you know, he, he lets it pass. It looks like they're going to do that. And then once all the guns are dropped, and as soon as Yazid starts to walk away, he just brings up his hand and shoots him right there and then. Um, yeah. Maybe want to double tap him because he did survive a drone hit to the face. Just want to point that out still. Uh, he he looks less injured this episode. Maybe it's just my memory. Uh, maybe, I don't know. I remembered him looking worse. But... So you know, it was it was it was a good moment for Greer though, because it was like, oh, Greer don't, because because you, you kind of hate him here a little bit. You're like, don't let him take the kids. Come on now, but he makes he takes the shot, and it's like, oh no, he was playing, he was playing the slightly longer game, um, and he puts them down, uh, and they have another bit of a standoff. But then of course everything goes. So they've got Hanin, and I actually really thought the episode was going to end when the it was when they're driving away from the beach, and the camera comes up, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like look at all the refugees who they've left behind. Sure, Hanin's safe, but look at all these people who are trying to get somewhere safe. And they're all, yeah. you know, all these, all, all these tents, and it just it looks dire. And I was like, okay, that's a dramatic end to the episode. Then it kept going. And to be fair, it wasn't like anything that came after this was bad. It was the conversation with Jack and Hanin. But that was a great ending shot. It was a great ending shot. Yeah, it just it felt like it was going to fade to black there. Um, and then the conversation with Jack and uh, Greer uh, about compromising. Um, so, and I feel like maybe these two being at the opposite ends of the spectrum. I think of ov- the obvious story here is that Jack will learn to compromise a little not a lot because there's a point where it's too much and you'll have Greer who'll maybe start to believe in being good again or you know believe in the fight again and not be cynical like you know Jack will you know resuscitate yeah. his, his uh, enthusiasm a little bit if you will I, I think that's the way we're going Def- yeah. definitely that end and I mean yeah okay yeah, it's fine, you know he finds, his, yeah. finds himself again finds something to live for something to fight for is Typical as you get, but it works. Yeah, yeah it works. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, it'll all be down just to the execution and, and whether or not we buy it. Sure, yeah. 
Uh, the two of them are really good actors, though. They have good chemistry. So, so far, so far, whenever it's them two debating something, I'm typically into it. Yeah, I th- I've, I've had very little to complain about the two of them and their, their characters, uh, especially when they're together. Like you say, they play off each other very well. So, no. Uh, so it was an enjoyable enough episode. Um, the Victor stuff notwithstanding. Although even that, in its own way, was entertaining. Just... It's so sure, weird. Yeah. It's like we have this subplot where all of a sudden I'm liking it for the opposite reasons. It's like the, it's, the, it's the worst possible I, reasons to like you it. You kind of get a little bit of whiplash when it goes back to yeah. like Jack and Grey, and you're like, oh, oh, I actually have to like this bit now. <laughs> I have to take well, this scene seriously. To, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, so I was laughing so hard. I mean, this should not be in the show. You could cut this entire character, I think. You'd be fine. Um,. This is the thing. It's like, okay, what on earth have they got so important for him that we need this much bollocks screen time to justify it? Well, he's, well, I mean, I, th- I think he thinks that paying them off is... is. I mean, I don't know if it's going to completely absorb his guilt, but it feels like he's going to be on his way back now. Like, that's, that's him done. Right, but there's got to be more. That, that, there's no point to this subplot otherwise. If, the, if they tied Kathy in, which they didn't need to do because she was already connected just in oh, general. Sure. Well, I feel like he's going to get back in his drone chair because remember he's given like 10, 11 days leave, something like that. He'll get back in his drone chair and then whatever he does will be will be helping Jack out somehow. Like Jack, Jack, Jack and Greer will be somewhere and he'll Almost need to... certainly. Yeah, but... he'll need to make a call or something. I don't know. I think this is the thing though. Anything it does, is it improved by knowing Victor, or is it just okay? It's a guy shooting a drone. Do, does it actually matter? And that's what I'm concerned about. Because whenever well, no, I can happens, tell you right now, no, it doesn't matter. No, exactly. When when this scene happens, I'm going to be watch. It is going to be under more scrutiny than anything else in the show. Because I will be going right. Did you in any way need those other awful scenes? I killed your son. He has hands down had the, all the all the worst scenes of the show. It's not quite up there with Have You Got Any Vanilla, but I, I, I tell you right now, if, if we didn't have I've, Have You Got Any Vanilla, I Killed Your Son might be the new outro line for this show. I'm, just, I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> uh, Alright, that's uh, episode 6 of Jet Ryan. We'll be back with episode 7 in the next couple of days. Uh, you can look forward to that. Let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel and the show and everything we do here, head over to patreon.com slash TV and you can do that over there for as little as a dollar and feel warm and fuzzy inside. But that is us, so thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla? Thank you.